Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Movius Ministries Podcast. This is your friend Josiah. I am so excited to dive into our Proverbs 12 study. As you guys know, we kind of went off, well, not off track. Well, the Lord has been, he's put on my heart over the past couple weeks, over the past couple Tuesdays to speak on some different subjects. As you guys know, we've been going through the book of Proverbs, but um, there's been some side things the Lord has wanted me to talk about. And um, for those of you that have not listened to those, uh, there is a part one in a part two series on the healing life of sexual integrity issues. Now, um, check those out, guys. If you're going to listen to those, listen to both, uh, listen to both parts. Um, and then season 10, episode nine, I did, let's talk about this self love doctrine. I really consider you guys to not have any preconceived notions on what I'm going to say in that. Please go listen to it. Please know my heart. And then obviously before that, we did our Proverbs 11 study. So today we'll be moving on to Proverbs 12. I did have plans to bring my friend Krista on today's podcast. She's um, a schoolmate of mine. Some of you guys know I'm here doing my second year of uh, Bethel School of Supernatural Discipleship. And um, I'm going home this Sunday. Uh, The Lord spoke to me and said I'm not going to be finishing my second year. And I've had an incredible amount of peace about going home. So... I'll be flying from uh, Arcata, California to Phoenix, Arizona, and then from Phoenix, Arizona to Detroit. So please pray that I have safe travels and that the Lord's just able to show me new things. So, um, yeah, the reason why my friend uh, Krista was not able to come on today was because it's raining outside and we didn't, we couldn't find a, um, a place where we could do my podcast today. So it's, uh... It's really sad, but what we're going to do is um, when I get home, I'm going to have her uh, do a Zoom call or a FaceTime, and she's just going to share her testimony, you guys, and I think that Krista is going to have some things that are really going to break chains off people's lives. They're going to, the Lord's are going to reveal new um, truths and insights over your life, and um, it's just really going to be really good, so I'm going to organize that once I get home and get settled in, and um, yeah. So, let's open in prayer, and then I'm going to share the verse of the day today, which is going to be out of 1 Peter. Thank you, Father. God, I thank you for who you are. Lord, show us new things today. I pray for open hearts, open minds, God, that we would not conform you into, you know, our own image of you. You would show us who you truly are and what you're doing here on earth. And just show us what we need to know, Father. I thank you for your sovereignty. Lord, I pray for the spirit of deception to be shown to us so we can walk in truth. Lord, in moments of heaviness and despair and when we're under attack, Lord, humble us. Um, Give us wisdom, discernment. God, I just, I pray that whatever I say on today's podcast, God, you would just 
Help me be very careful in what I say. I pray for all my other friends who are doing their podcast. God, I pray that you'd convict their hearts. Um, show us how to tame our tongues to be quick to listen um, and slow to speak and slow to anger. Change our hearts, renew our minds. People that are in our lives that need to be separated, show us that, God. Just do that, Father Jesus. You said you came to bring a sword. Lord, everything I say today, that I pray that um, people would uh, carefully weigh and examine everything that I say, God, that I would just say truth. And wherever this person's at, uh, Lord, if they've relapsed in any old sin, Lord, just restore them gently in Jesus' name. I pray for strength and growth in your grace to be shown. I, I pray for godly sorrow to lead to repentance. And um, Lord, I just help us not to get so stubborn. Help us to be open-minded, but have the spirit of discernment. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's verse of the day is going to be out of 1 Peter 5, verse 4. A lot of us know 1 Peter 5. There's some really good verses. We know verse 7 and 8 where it says, Cast all of your ang Well, we not all of us know, but some of us may know verse 7 where it says, Cast all of your anxieties on God because he cares for you. And then verse 8 says, um, Be sober-minded because the enemy um, is a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. I think that's first Peter five, eight, but the, today's is first Peter five, four. It says, then when Christ, the, the chief shepherd comes, you will get a glorious crown that will never lose its beauty. It's talking about what we're going to receive when we, um, when, or if we enter, uh, heaven forever. And it's saying, when he comes to you, you're going to get a glorious, a glorious crown, and it's never going to lose its beauty. That this is another one of God's promises that we can hang on to, and that if we're faithful till the end, we will be saved. So here we go, Proverbs 12. I'm gonna. This is um. So okay, bear with me here, you guys. Uh, again. I don't know why, but I feel it very heavy on my heart. Not very, not heavy, but I, just very strongly on my heart. I want you to, I'm going to share some of my own personal um, notes. Now, because I had plans to bring Krista on today, I don't have any uh, prepared notes to share from. So I'm really just going to be like winging it. And I'm going to be very careful in what I say. Of course, I have my own personal notes that I um, wrote down when I read Proverbs 12 um, back just a few months ago. So um, just bear with me here. And, uh, yeah, so I think, that's, I, think, I think that's what I wanted to say. So here we go. Verse one, if you love learning, you love the discipline that goes with it. How short-sighted to refuse correction. Verse two, a good person basks, they rest in the delight of God. And he wants nothing to do with with devious schemers. You know, I just talked about, you know, deception. So this is really, this is interesting, you guys. Verse three, you can't find firm footing in a swamp, but life rooted in God stands firm. If we, so we just read three verses, you guys. Verse one is talking about loving to learn. Verse two is talking about delighting in God and staying away with evil scammer, with uh, people who are deceivers. 
And then verse 3 is, is talking about uh, having a firm footing. So it's pretty much, it seems like it's saying, you know, walk the right path. If you want to walk the right path, do verse 1, love discipline. If you want to, and then also delight in the, in uh, rest in the delight of God. And verse 3, you're going to be firm footed. It says you can't find firm, firm footing in a swamp, but life rooted in God stands firm. I know those, this, we can connect that verse with where Jesus says, um, those who, um, oh, what is it? Let me, um, uh, it's, it, it's it's something it's it's the words of Jesus. We get, so let me read this verse again. You can't find find firm footing in a swamp, but a life rooted in God stands firm. It connects with a verse where Jesus says, "Those who hang on to my words, those who rest in them, will be like a house on a rock that will not be shaken." I I might be quoting that verse wrong, but um, go look up that verse for yourself. Verse four: A hardy wife invigorates her husband but a frigid woman is a cancer to the bones now i want to make this statement real quick guys um i know that i have been getting into the greek and the hebrew holy spirit's been speaking to me on that i, I don't think i'm gonna really do that anymore because i'm not too well educated in that so if there's a word that catches you um again we're reading out of the message version today and you know I, i'm always trying to um be very aware and you know what version I'm reading and let you guys know um but if there's ever a word that comes across I'll do my best to uh share with you what version that is and you can look that word up in the Greek and the Hebrew you can do that yourself I just want to be very careful in what I say so um verse five the thinking of principled people makes for justice the plots of degenerates corrupt Verse 6, the words of the wicked kill, the speech of the upright saves. I love that. We can connect that uh, verse with uh, Proverbs eleven seventeen. When you're kind to others, you help yourself. When you're cruel to others, you hurt yourself. Verse 7, wicked people fall to pieces. There's nothing for them. The homes of the good people hold together. Now, this is interesting where it says homes, I wonder... Now, again, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing this to the Greek, and maybe that's wrong. Because um, I, I've heard that home, the word home in the Greek, is used to represent us. Um, Jesus talks about when a demon is cast out, if there's nothing that fills the home, it'll bring back seven, seven times... Uh, it'll bring back demons that are seven times worse than themselves and jesus talks about how it's a house and then in second or in first corinthians it talks about how we're a temple of the holy spirit so um when it says the homes of the good hold it together i wonder if it's talking about actual homes or if it's talking about us a person who talks sense is honored airheads are held in contempt better to be ordinary and work for a living than act important and starve in the process you know, guys, it's really interesting. Whenever I was doing my proverb study back in July, I I was reading a proverb a day. I was reading these stories 
reading these chapters and it, I, I wonder if it's actually a story and it's just capturing the main points. Like, I wonder if there's some secrets in Proverbs, in, in, in these stories. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's just a kind of speculation that the Holy Spirit might have given me. But, um, verse 10, good people are good to their animals. The good-hearted, the good-hearted, bad people kick and, and uh, abuse them. The one who stays on the job has food on the table. Though witless, chase whims and fancies. Verse 12. What the wicked construct finally come, finally falls into ruin, while the roots of the righteous give life, more life. Now, I can connect that with two verses here, guys, where it says, What the wicked construct finally fall into ruin. I remember, um, I remember... I was giving a prophetic word a couple weeks ago and I read out of a certain psalm and David talks about how he's seeing the wicked and how they just seem like they're getting everything they want and they're not having any type of punishment or anything. And then he says, well, once I went into the courts of God, I sh God showed me the road he has them on, a very slippery and dangerous road leading to a lot of bad places. And it says right here what the wicked construct they're constructing all this wealth and all these nice things that we see, it finally falls to ruin. And we see that in Psalm. I, th I think it's, I think it's Psalm 73. Um, is it? Oh, yes. Yeah, it is. Um, here we go. Okay. So verse 11, it's Psalm 73, verse 11. It says, what's going on here? Is God out to lunch? David's talking about, um, or no, sorry, this is Asaph. I'm sorry. Um, he's talking, he, again, he's complaining about how the wicked are getting everything they want. It says, what's going on here? Is God out to lunch? Nobody is tending the store. The wicked get by with everything. They have it made, piling up riches. I've been stupid to play by the rules. What has gotten to me? The long run of bad luck, that's what. A slap in the face every time I walk out the door. He goes on and says in verse 15, If I had given in and talked like this, if I would have done that, I would have been betrayed I would have betrayed your dear children. Still, when I tried to figure it out, everything going on with the wicked, all I got was a splitting headache until I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I saw the whole picture. The slippery road you have put them on with a final crash in a ditch of delusions. In the blink of an eye, disaster. A blind curve in the dark and nightmare. We wake up and rub, rub our eyes, nothing. There's nothing to them. There never, they're, they're, they're never was. So we can connect that with right here, you guys, where it says the wicked, whatever they construct, it finally falls to ruin. While the roots of the righteous give life and more life. That second part where it says, where it says while the roots of the righteous give life and more life. We can connect that with Psalm ver uh, chapter 1. Let me find that real quick. Not that hard. I just gotta. F I, I know. <laughs> Super easy to find. Um, let's see. 
verse 2. Instead, you thrill. Okay, I'll just start from verse 1. How well God must like you. You don't hang out in sin saloon. You don't sling along dead end, dead end road. Like it says dead end road, like it, like we just read. That's where the wicked are heading. That's what we just read. You don't go to smart mouth challenge. You don't go to smart mouth college. Sorry. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. You are a tree replanted in Eden, bearing fresh fruit every month, never dropping a leaf, always in blossom. So it's talking about bearing new fruit and chewing on God's word. It's almost like it's almost like Jesus is quoting when he says, let my words abide in you. It, it, he, and he says, you'll bear much fruit. He might be quoting Psalm 1 here. He might be. So it says, while the roots of the righteous give life and more life. Because then Jesus says, I came to bring life, uh, I, I came to, to bring life to the fullest. And I am speaking that verse in context for the message that I'm speaking, which is John 10, 10. Here we go. So uh, the title of those verses that we just read, 1 through 12, is if you love learning. For the rest of the verses, verses 13 through 28, there's just one more title and it's wise people take advice. Father, as we come into this these new verses we're going to encounter with this new context. I pray for wisdom to be poured out. Lord, reveal new things to our minds. Holy Spirit, we, we, we I thank you that you're here and that you are eager to teach us. Thank you, Father. Verse 13, the gossip of bad people gets them in trouble. The conversation of good people keeps them out of it. Again, I'm going to, that connects with uh, Proverbs 11:17. When you're kind to others, you help yourself. When you're cruel to others, you hurt yourself. Uh, again, here we go. Again, verse 14. Well-spoken words bring satisfaction. Well-done work has its own reward. Fools are headstrong and do what they like. They just do whatever they want. But wise people take advice. Verse 16, I have this verse highlighted in my Bible. Fools have short fuses and explode all too quickly, but the prudence quietly shrug off insults. Now, it's interesting where it says shrug off insults because to forgive, the Greek word for forgive is to just dismiss. Like, okay, whatever. Nope, it's fine. I'm not worried about it. Verse 17, truthful witness by a good person clears the air, but liars lay down a smokescreen of deceit. Verse 18, rash language cuts the maims, but there is healing in the words of the wise. Wow. I really like that verse actually a lot. Again, you guys, look, look at this. Look at this. Rash language. It's talking about the tongue, the things, the, the words that come out of our mouth. When Isaiah is taken to heaven and he goes, oh my gosh, I am a man of unclean lips. And God goes, don't worry, you're forgiven. He gets the hot coal and he puts it on his mouth. Rash language cut. They, 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 they hurt. But there is healing in the words of the wise. Our words really do have power. Now, does that mean control? No, it means influence. 
I love this. Wow, I love this next verse. Verse 19. Truth lasts. But the lies, they're here today, they're here today, and they're gone tomorrow. Verse 20. Evil scheming distorts the schemer. Peace planning brings joy to the planner. No evil can overwhelm a good person. But the wicked have their hands full of it. Now that we probably have to look up that word "overwhelm" in the Hebrew, but again, you guys, I don't want to. I, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be doing that anymore because I'm not too studied up in that, and um, I think there'll be a season for me to to do that. But here we go. Uh, verse 22: God cannot stomach liars. He loves the company of those who keep their word. Uh, we know we, we we did a Proverbs six study. A little while ago and one of the things that God hates is a tongue that lies you can read that in Proverbs 6 16 through 19 prudent people don't flaunt their knowledge talkative fools broadcast their silliness this verse we can connect with Proverbs 10 19 where it says the more talk the less truth the wise measure their words so let me read that again. The more talk, the less truth. The wise measure their words. And it connects with, again, the verse we just spoke. Prudent people don't flaunt their knowledge. Talkative fools broadcast their silliness. Verse uh, yeah, 25. Worry weighs us down. A cheerful word picks us up. What does Paul say about prophecy? He said, all prophecy has to be uplifting and encouraging and edifying to the listener. Paul does talk a lot about, he also talks about uh, having three people judge the prophetic word. It's really interesting. Um, I don't know too much. Uh, I, I don't know the too much about that verse. It's just a verse I know, but, you know, the roots of that verse. But um, I like that. Worry weighs us down, but a cheerful word picks us up. It really does, you guys. Um, it's that this is why it's incredibly important to surround ourselves with the right people. And a lot of our character defects, will, whether we're codependent, we feel like we have to be everyone's savior. It's hard to separate yourself from people. But I look at what Jesus said where he says, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword to separate son from father and mother from daughter. Last few verses. A good person sur survives mis misfortune, but a wicked life invites disaster. Again, where it says a wicked life invites disaster. We can connect that with uh, what we just read in Psalm 23 or Psalm 73. A lazy life is an empty life, but early to rise gets the job done. Last verse, verse 28. Good men and women travel right into life. Sin's detours take you straight to hell. So, um... I'm going to read some of my own personal notes that I wrote back on the 12th of July. Um, I wrote some, own I'm not going to read all, all of my notes because some of them are just personal, but um, let's go. So I wrote, I wrote a note for verse seven, which says wicked people fall to pieces. There's nothing to them. The homes of good people hold together. Again, I wrote uh, in my notes, I'm wondering if when it says homes, is it is it referring to us? Because we read in the New Testament how the, the, um, Jesus refers our bodies as a home 
for the Holy Spirit, for demons, and so I just kind of wrote that, wrote that down, and I, I also wrote down, I wonder if this is me over-spiritualization, over-spiritualizing things, so... I wrote verse 10 is a brain twister. Good people are good to their animals. The good hearted. Yeah, that is kind of a brain twister. Let's look at that verse in a, in a different version. Let's go. Let's go up to Bible gateway. We're going to go. We're going to look this verse up. Let's go. You know what? This is what I've heard. You guys take this as a grain of salt. First John four. Um, I've heard that the two most accurate translations from the original Greek are um, the Amplified Version and the NASB. Oh, and the ESV. I could be wrong. A lot of people are opinionated. I'm, I'm not being opinionated right now. I'm trying to walk in truth. So I'm going to read from the, if I can find it, NASB. Here we go. It's a verse 10. And it says, a righteous person has regard for the life of his animal. But even the compassion of the wicked is cruel. Wow. That is, wow. That's, oh my gosh. That is, wow. But even the compassion of the wicked is cruel. Maybe he's talking about their motive. Maybe that's what maybe that's what he's talking about. Let's look at the amplified version in that verse. Again, the amplified version really helps you understand the original Greek. A righteous man has a has kind regard for the life of his animal, but even the compassion of the wicked is cruel. Okay, it's the same thing. Hmm. Okay, next note. Uh, verse 12, I wrote down, you will reap what you sow. Verse 12 says, the wicked construct, what the wicked construct finally falls to ruin, while the roots of the righteous give life and more life. Verse 13, I wrote, uh, stay in good counsel. Verse 13 says, the gossip of bad people get them in trouble. The conversation of good people keeps them out of it. Hmm. So think if you if you if you keep your conversation with people that are good, you're gonna stay out of the gossip of bad people, which is gonna lead you into trouble. Verse 14, you can string off verse 12, you reap what you sow. Well spoken words bring satisfaction. Well done work has its own reward. Now the now where it says uh Verse 16, fools have short fuses and fall all too quickly. The prudent quietly shrug off insults. The definition for prudent is acting with or showing care and thought for the future. Hmm. Interesting. Verse 17, um, oh, it says truthful witness by a good person clears the air, but liars lay down a smoke screen of deceit. Some of you guys know I've spoken about the spirit of Leviathan, which you can read in Isaiah and in Job. Um, it's a particular demon. I could be wrong on this, but I've this is what I've heard from a guy named Isaiah Seldivar who has an incredible ministry who does a lot of, uh, talks a lot about end times. He does deliverance ministry, super into prophecy. He's an incredible guy. 
Um, he says how Leviathan tends to get a conversation and twist it and put in lies and different stories and different twists and different turns. Um, so I said, don't let Leviathan have his way in conversations. So it says a truthful witness uh, by a good person clears the air, but liars lay down smokes, l l lay down a smoke screen of deceit. So be careful what you say. Um, and it's, you know what, guys, you know, what? I, I want to say this real quick. Sometimes we can be in a conversation with someone and we can have our insecurity kick in and it's, it, it's hard to kind of, um, correct ourselves. Or, you know, if you're in the middle of the conversation, you say, oh, I don't want to share too much on that because I don't have too much wisdom because our insecurity kicks in. And I just, maybe this is something the Lord's bringing to you that you should start praying about. Cause I struggle with that too. Um, and I guess that's something I'm going to start praying about uh, from now on. Mm. I'm trying to read my own handwriting. Verse 18, I can use in understanding healing in the Christian life. Oh. So in verse 18, it says rash language cuts and maims. They, it, they, they hurt. But there is healing in the words of the wise. Now, I wrote in my notes, how do you find someone who's wise? Well, there's so much scripture. We have gone over that, you guys. Um, I'll give you um, a few. You can read if you want to. You, you can. I'm going to give you some scriptures that you can read to understand who is wise and who is not. Read Proverbs 13. Read Proverbs 10, 19. Um... Read um, oh, oh wow, look at this. Proverbs eighteen talks about uh, our tongue and our language that we speak. Um, you can look at Proverbs 19 where it talks about if you quit listening, which um, we know in Proverbs 1 what happens when you quit listening to Lady Wisdom. You can go look at that yourself. Um, I think that's it, guys. You can look at those chapters to figure out you know, who is wise and who is not. Um, Oh, verse 27. Okay. No, I'll go back. Go back. Now Proverbs 12, verse 27. Oh, you know what? Okay, this now I know what I'm connecting this with. Okay, guys, this is going to be my last note. Um, I think so. I think this is my last note. Uh, not no, not my last one. I have we're finishing up here. Um, it says a lazy life is an empty life. But early to rise gets the job done. Now, some of you guys may know a guy on YouTube who has a ministry. His name is Ruslan, and I love what he pours out. He really focuses on context in scripture, and 
I just love what he does. I love what he I, I love what he's doing in his ministry on YouTube. So one of his uh, solutions to getting over his addiction in pornography was to um, get up earlier and go to bed, um, going to bed earlier. And we can use this verse in helping uh, people who have, you know, struggled or have struggled or are struggling with pornography. Um, get up early. He talks about, um, Ruslan talked about how it was a trigger for him. And some of you guys have heard some of Nathan's great wisdom on um, how to stay away from pornography. You guys, please go listen to it. It's really good. Um, I brought my friend Nathan on my part one, part two series of the healing life of sexual integrity. Uh, he said not to only pay attention to your triggers, but your cues, which is like something that you do that triggers um, you to have the thought of, I want to go watch porn. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I definitely seen myself that when I struggle with lustful thoughts in the morning, the one thing that really helps is getting out of bed. I put on some music, I make some breakfast and I talk to the Lord. And uh, I just humble myself. So, um, you know, we know that verse where it says, if your eye causes you to sin, cut it out. So what is it that's causing you to sin? Maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it's going to bed too late. Maybe it's not getting up early in the morning. You know, it's, the, you know, it's like the one thing I also know you guys is in these chapters of Proverbs, he talks a lot about like worldly wisdom as well not just not just things about god which those things are amazing that's what we're looking for but he talks a lot about things of this world and it connects with where jesus says where paul says god will use the things of this world to confound the wise i think that's first corinthians 2 but my favorite verses in proverbs 12 was verses 13 through 16 and I'll read those real quick. The gossip of bad people gets them in trouble. The conversation of good people keeps them out of it. Well-spoken words bring satisfaction. Well-done work has its own reward. Fools are headstrong and do what they like. Wise people take advice. And fools have short fuses and explode all too quickly. The prudent quietly shrug off insults. What I learned when I read this chapter... Uh, back in July on the 12th is keep being wise. Humility is the key in the process of being wise. And the context of this chapter seems to be about being humble, not proud. It could be that. It could be um, controlling your tongue, um, putting things into action, um, learning things, which is, you know, learning how to be humble. So, um, yeah, those are my notes. If you guys have any questions at all that you want to ask me, you know, I, I definitely think as, as, as I come home, um, there might be some times where I just do a spontaneous upload on my podcast where it's just not scheduled. And you may see an upload. It's like, Oh, I didn't think just I was going to upload. Like expect that that might happen, but I think I'm going to bring some guests on my podcast when I come home. I've got a lot of friends waiting for me and I'm excited to see them. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to get back home. I have a lot of peace about it. And um, yeah, so let's close in prayer. 
Lord, I silence every demonic, unclean, nasty spirit speaking to this person listening right now. You have no power. Your story is already written. God's judgment and wrath and curse is upon you. If there's anyone listening that needs deliverance, Father, I pray you'd bring deliverance over them, Father, because you love them. Jesus, I thank you for what you did. Help us to live holy and love you because you loved us. Renew our spiritual hunger. Help us just to want to be with you, God. Heal us from insecurity. I pray for those going into a radical transition, God, that I thank you that you're with them and that you're preparing things, that you were already in the future, that you're there. God, we trust you. We trust you. We trust you. We trust you. I declare John 14 over you right now. Let your heart not be troubled. You believe in Jesus. Also believe in God. The opinions of man, I throw it out in Jesus' name. Father, we stand on your word and what your word says. Lead us away from deception. Help us to walk with the wise, Father. Father, I've been so fearful lately of being deceived. Help me with that, God. I pray for those who are grieving and and, and suffering in the body. Father, I lift them up to you. I pray that I understand what it means to bear their burdens right now. Lord, mature us. Make us more Christ-like. Give us a fresh revelation of what it means to die to ourselves. Lead us in more truth. Lead us in more revelation. Every word I've said today, Father, I pray that people would just take it as a grain of salt. They would take it to you. They would carefully weigh and examine every word that I said. I thank you that you dwell in unapproachable light. God, that you're so sovereign and you love us so much. There's nothing better than sitting in the stillness of your presence, Father. You are our Father. You are our Daddy, our Abba. I pray for healing. I pray for strength, for um, a moment of confession of sin. God, lead us to the right people to confess sin to. Help us to be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to anger. Help us to not have a fearful heart and want to control things, God. Show us what repentance looks like in that. 
And wow, I just, I just hear him saying, it's just trusting in me. Talk to him about every opinion, every thought going through your head, every argument the enemy is building up. I tear those walls down. I tear them down. Yes, I can do that. We love you, Father. Help us to stand for truth. I pray for those who are suffering for doing what's good. God, I pray for blessing and favor and peace and your sovereignty to be shown to those people. I pray for insecurity to just be healed. God, people would know their identity. I just, Lord, I pray what Paul prayed, that we would know the depths and the widths of your love and be rooted and grounded in it. That we would know it. Open our minds to wisdom that we haven't learned. We don't know everything. You don't know everything. We don't know everything. And I thank you for that, God. So that we can learn more and grow. Change our motives, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, if you guys want to know the songs that we're playing today, uh, at the beginning, I I opened us. I, I obviously I open up with instrumental music, as you guys know, duh. <laughs> um, today's song was called. If I can find it, hold your horses. If you want to know it. Oh, it was called Masikota, M-A-S-I-K-O-T-A by a band called Morongo, M-O-R-O-N-G-O. It's a really good song. That's the song that I opened with, and the song playing right now is called In the Spirit by Waldner Worship. Thank you so much for listening to Proverbs 12 Study on Movius Ministries. This is your friend Josiah. God bless you.